and uh, and looking forward to this lesson. Uh, let me lay the ground rules once again. Uh, remember, you're going to have input in, in the lesson, but you, uh, it needs to be what the lesson is about. If you have any questions or any comments, it'll be on the lesson. And uh, and to be recognized, you got to raise your hand and jump up and down and do a couple of different things. <clears throat> no, just teasing on that last part. Praise the Lord. I want to uh, I want to talk to us about something that is uh, very important in the church: the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, felt to felt to teach on this and and to go through a couple of things with us. So. Um, uh, why don't you turn with me to the Word of God? You can remain seated if you'd like. I want to direct your attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and uh, verses 1 through 10. 1 Corinthians 12, beginning with verse number 1. It says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Verse 2, You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Verse 4, now there are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. Verse 5, and there are differences of administrations but the same Lord. Verse 6, and there are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Verse 8, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Okay, let's let's look at that uh, for just uh, for just a, a little while in the next uh, hour or so. Let's look at the gifts of the Spirit. First of all, uh, there is uh, the word of wisdom that is that is outlined. Uh, then, of course, there's the word of knowledge, faith. There's gifts of healing, and then there's also working of miracles. You know, and I. I've known all of this all of my life, but that just kind of hit me just not too long ago. This working of miracles is a separate entity of everything, that it is a, a gift to, to, to work miracles. Anybody have that gift? Anybody? Oh, man, I was wanting some things done. Wanting a few miracles tonight. Uh, you know, all of us can be used in all of these gifts at times. Uh, of course, let's continue on. Gift of prophecy, discerning of spirits, diverse tongues, interpretation of tongues. Okay, let's, let's start and, and let's review verse number 7 one more time. Verse number 7 says this, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. To manifestation, we, we talk about manifestation, uh, that, that the Lord would manifest himself in, in the sanctuary or that we would see the, the uh, manifest blessings of God or, or the manifold blessings of God. And uh, so manifestation is to, it means to make very apparent, to appear. It would be an appearing if we saw a manifestation of an angel, that would be an appearing of an angel. We would we would see that that you know uh, angels are are uh, are not you know you're not able to see them, but at different times they manifest themselves. In fact, there are angels in this building right now that we cannot see. You're right. We have an angel right here. Never even thought about that. I I knew that there was something going on, but I just could not put my finger on it. Uh, and so uh, to to exhibit uh, whatever that it that it would would and so these these gifts are given to us from God and remember they are gifts 
They're free gifts that's given to the church to profit uh, with all. They're to help us so that we might profit from these. Things that, that we have no way of knowing or even finding out are given to us through the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge. In fact, uh, prophecy, when the word of prophecy goes forth, you know, we all love prophecy and we all love people to prophesy over us and tell us good things. And, uh, and so that, you know, many times that, that these gifts are words of encouragement, uh, little nuggets of truth that will bring, bring blessing and that will bring help to our life. And there are insights that only come from God. And before we get into these, I, you know, I, I feel that, that probably we need to go over some rules and, and guidelines and principles that apply when you begin to talk about the gifts of the Spirit. Because when, when the gifts of the Spirit are in evidence, when they are manifested, there are certain things that, that we are responsible for. So let's look uh, scripturally at a couple of these things. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse number 10, it says, Let all things be done decently and in order. Okay? Decently and in order. Decently, according to Strong's, means honorably, honestly, well-formed. Order just simply means a regular arrangement to arrange in an orderly manner. You know, uh, we have an order to the service. And a lot of times it follows the kind of the same order and the same we do certain things. Why, why do we have order in the service? Anybody? Why is there order in the service? Why does there need to be order in the service? Brother Lindsay. That's very, very good. Awesome. Wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> uh, very good, Brother Lindsay. You know, I, uh, I, was, I was raised in, in, uh, in Pentecost years ago that it's, it, in some places it was a lot different than, than it is right now. And uh, I, I remember at it, it one time that in, uh, it was a United Pentecostal church, but uh, it probably wasn't, didn't look like any United Pentecostal church most of us have seen. And I remember <clears throat> one time there was a, there was a, a uh, anybody that wanted to could come in and preach generally. And uh, there, was a, there was a guy came in and, and preached and uh, uh, preached a little bit. And the, the one thing I remember is he drove a little Volkswagen. And uh, that all the guys, the, the older young people, rummaged around in that Volkswagen and pulled out all the beer bottles and, and uh, all the cigarette packages and put them up on top of the little Volkswagen <coughs> and lifted that Volkswagen up and put it between two trees. <laughs> so it's just one of the things I remember. It's, I, I've been in, in services, and you have too, where somebody comes in from outside and attempts to take over. Y'all ever seen that? Just comes in and tries to tries to uh, do whatever, and 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 that's brother Lindsay. That was a very good example to uh, to to reduce confusion, to reduce uh, all of those things. And so uh, let's let's look at look at a, a another scripture here in uh, in First Corinthians fourteen, in verse number thirty two. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. Okay? Does, can anybody explain to me what that means? The spirits of the prophet are subject to the prophets. Anybody? All right. You're, 
Okay, Pastor Jason. Really? You believe that? Controlled by who? I'm just messing with him. I, it's a good, good opportunity. Uh, exactly right. Sister Grace. All right. Amen. Any other, anybody else? Brother Keith. All right, uh, which is, I, I think that's very important that we're talking about this in this kind of setting because if, if something like that did happen, that, uh, <clears throat> you know, that, that uh, you know, from the pulpit, whoever, Pastor Jason or myself, you know, might have to say something and, and we want you to know that, that it's not just being mean or 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 trying to squelch the Spirit of God, but, but, you know, it has to follow certain rules and channels, you know, when, when we're used in the Spirit. And uh, Pastor Jason was very, very uh, correct on. One translation says this, Remember, the people who prophesy are in control of their spirit. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, tongues are... are never to interpret the word unless the minister allows for that. And so thank you, Brother Keith. And, and another thing is, is, is sometimes that, that um, there are, are uh, you know, that people are, are begin to speak in tongues and people, you know, and, but it's, it's not the time for a message, you know. It, and so, so uh, it's not that, that you know, we want to be the playground ruler or, or anything like that, but you follow, trying to follow the leading of the, the Lord. And, and I, won't, I don't want you to be fearful of giving tongues and interpretations at all. But, uh, <clears throat> but I, I, want us to be, I want us to be used in that. But understand that, that God is not uh, a God of disorder, but of peace. I remember years ago in the old building, there was a lady that, that gave tongues and, and, uh, and interpreted it. And uh, I remember so vividly that, that when she left, she looked me right in the eye and she said, I missed it, didn't I? And I, I said, yeah, you did. <laughs> but don't be fearful. Keep feeling after the Lord. You know, because all, you know, all of us have to learn at some point in time. So if, you, if there's a mistake made, you know, you know, Let's not get bent out of shape. Let's not get upset. But let's, let's learn from that and, and learn how to, uh, how to respond to that. And I'll, I'll get back to that in, in uh, just a minute. But let me, let me mention what I just said uh, one more time. God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. 
And so let's, let's go to 1 John chapter 4 and 1. It says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Now, we're, <clears throat> we're commanded to not believe every wind of doctrine. And uh, we're instructed to try the spirits. Anybody got any clue or idea how you try a spirit? Okay, very, very good. To, uh, to do the word test and uh, to make sure that it, that it matches up somebody else. Try the spirits. See whether they be of God. Sometimes you, you use the, the old standby when it's, you know, because the devil a lot of times will disguise things. And have you ever heard, had somebody quote you a scripture that it seems like it's wrong? You're not sure. You're not sure enough to argue with them. You're not sure enough to say, no, no, that's, that's wrong. But yet it seems like it's wrong. Well, it probably is. <clears throat> so, so another way to try the spirits is, is the, if, if it feels like it's not. You know, the Holy Ghost is supposed to speak to us. The Holy Ghost leads and guides us. And, uh, and I, uh, the Holy Ghost, uh, as, as he begins to talk with us, so, so, um, uh, so a couple of, couple of things. Put it first through the truth test. Is it true or not? And then put it through, uh, does it gr agree with God's word or not? Does it, does it uh, feel right or not? Uh, and be careful with prophetic words. You know, the, the Bible tells us, and, and Paul instructs that he wished that everybody would prophesy more than tongues and interpretation. He, he wished that everybody would prophesy. How does everybody prophesy? Well, hopefully I'll explain that in, in just a few minutes. But, but uh, you know, if, if you, um, uh, the prophetic word that you speak needs to be true. You need to know it's from God, not just saying the first thing that comes off your mind just because, you know, you want to say something prophetic and, and wonderful because you get tangled up in a, in a lot of different things. And so uh, one, of, one of the ways <clears throat> to, uh, to, to uh, learn to prophesy is if you want to encourage someone, use the Word of God. The Word of God is prophetic. The Word of God is never wrong. If you encourage somebody in the Word of God, it, it's never at fault. Doesn't mean, oh man, you messed up. You use the Word of God. So it's a, it's a safe thing that you can never go wrong using the Word of God. Now, let me, let me read for you in, in Revelations chapter 19 and, uh, and verse number 10. It says, And I fell at his feet to worship him and said unto him, to me, see that, and he said unto me, see that thou do, thou doest it not. I am thy fellow servant and of the brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Isn't that cool? The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So, what is the testimony of Jesus? The testimony of Jesus is the evidence of Jesus. The evidence of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The record of Jesus. 
everything that he said, everything that he did, and also why and how he did it. That's the testimony of Jesus Christ. And the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. That's true prophecy. So it's, 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 uh, it's very easy to begin to prophesy when you begin to speak the word of God, when you allow the word of God to be spoken to people, when you, when you, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to tell them, hey, listen, uh, uh, in, uh, in six months, you're going to get a job. In uh, a year and a half, you're going to do this and this and this and this. And what happens if it doesn't come to pass? You, you lose all, all influence. And so, uh, so be very, very careful in, in prophecy of, of what we say to people and make sure that it is the Word of God. Make sure it is true prophecy that, that, that God has given you. And so uh, <clears throat> prophecy is, is uh, prediction with an expected outcome. So what makes the gifts of the Spirit work or not work, be active or be active in the church. Let me say first, you know, we, we say this and we cover this and it's very elementary, but it, it's the first thing of everything, right? For us to be prophetic, for us to work in the gifts of the Spirit, we must pray. I mean, you think that would be a good thing? Obviously, that is, that is the very important thing. We must also fast. Seek the Lord. I'm not talking about being some super uh, spiritual hero of, of something other, but we must be honorable, honest, and live an overcoming life to qualify. You know, I'll never forget, <clears throat> I, remember, I remember a man that, uh, that loved to tell dreams. And I, I believe in dreams. I've had, I've had lots of dreams that were spot on. You have too. And if somebody tells me, I, I remember uh, there was a preacher one time says, every, every time somebody mentions that they had a dream, he said, I cringe and I, I, I just trash it. I mean, that's not a very wise thing to say because God moves in dreams and God gives people dreams God gives you dreams and, and sometimes you don't know what they mean but sometimes later on they begin to uh, begin to be revealed to us but uh, I'll never forget there's there's this guy that was that was uh, man he was he was used in dreams and he would, uh, <clears throat> he would, man, he would tell all the dreams and, man, what God was doing and what God was speaking to this one and to that one. And, and, uh, and he, you know, uh, and I, I'll never forget one time he was telling the dream while he was, you know, <clears throat> you probably feel right now like I did then. You know, I'm not interested in hearing your dream. I'm not interested in, and, 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 you know, sometimes God speaks in, through people that, that, you know, are all sorts of things. God can speak to you through anybody or anything. But we need to be careful how we look at it. We need to be careful. If somebody, if somebody says something good to me that's prophetic, I, I always say I receive it in Jesus' name. Now, you know, if somebody speaks something, I receive it. I don't think anything about it. I don't try to discount it. I don't try to disbelieve it. I just receive it. Whether it's good or bad. Whether Now, if they say something bad, I speak up. And I say, I don't receive that. I refuse it. And so, so uh, you know, it's... It's, it's up to us. Now, think just a moment. What would be the activator of the gifts? 
if there is such a word? Is there such a word that you can think of that would activate the gifts? Anybody? Do what? Where'd you get that at? You're right. <clears throat> Need to pick on her a little bit. Exactly, it's faith. That's, a, that's, that's the activator of the gifts. Now, let's, let's go through that a little bit, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some input from, from all of you here in just a moment. But let's look at Hebrews 11 and 6. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Who's him? God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. He is what? He is God. He exists as the creator, the, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And that's where sometimes we fall short. Is I, I'm not sure all the time we believe that he rewards those that diligently seek him. Not sure that we, we, we really grasp uh, this faith thing. So he that comes to God, first of all, must have faith. How can you have faith? All right, anybody? Speak up, Brother Robert. Oh, you weren't supposed to say that. That's later. <clears throat> yes, that's, that's very good. Thank you. Comes by hearing. Okay, somebody else? Okay, they're finishing your scripture. Anybody else? How can you have faith? Brother Keith. Okay, so, so testimony, by the word, testimony, anybody else? Faith, how can, you, how can you increase faith? How can you have faith? Tyler? Okay. All right. In other words, speaking faith. Okay. You know, I've I've told you that story. You know, most of the stories I tell you, you've heard over and over. So I'm going to tell it to you again. But uh, years years ago, when I was a kid, we had a I think it was a 1954 Chevrolet, and uh, it had no air conditioning in it. And uh, man, we upgraded, and uh, and we got a, a 61 Rambler. Man, that was some kind of car. It had airflow through it. Believe it or not, you could you could uh, punch a little deal, and somehow air come up through the vents and would come out. Man, it was the coolest thing you've ever seen. Uh, just just really comfortable. But I remember, I remember as a kid, we'd, we'd start, now my dad worked on the railroad, and so uh, as, as a kid, the first time I went to eat out was, was when I was a freshman in high school. I'd never eat at a restaurant out before, and uh, that was quite a trip. I'd, that's another story. But so he didn't, he didn't stop at restaurants. When, when we went, uh, he worked on the railroad, so he ate out a lot. And he detested eating out. And so my mom was a good cook. And so when we would go on a, on a trip, we would make an uh, uh, annual trip to Alabama and Mississippi to see my, my uh, grandmother and granddad and, and on both sides. And uh, when we would go down there, we'd go in that car and it would be hot. And, you know, uh, 
we would, we would always carry a, a lunch with us. And I remember, uh, remember we had a, a great way to keep water. Had a gallon jar, and my mother would wrap it in a towel, wet towel. And, uh, man, it was the greatest thing you ever had. But then that caused other problems. You had to stop. <clears throat> so, but I, I remember we would, uh, uh, if we didn't carry our lunch, if we didn't take our lunch with us, like on the way back, if, if my grandmother and my, my dad and, and mom would say, no, no, don't, don't fix us anything. And us kids say, yeah, yeah, fix us something. And so we'll, we'll just stop on the way. Well, it wasn't a restaurant. It was a grocery store. Buy, you know, a loaf of bread and some bologna and, and uh, that, that, was, that was the meal. And, uh, and so I, I'll never forget, we would, we would try to put him on a guilt trip. You've heard this story. And we'd say, Daddy, put your TikToks on. You know? Pull off the side at a Dairy Queen or something, you know, and get us a ice cream cone. And, uh, and we, would, we would say it for a few miles. Daddy, put your TikToks on. And then finally we'd put him on a guilt trip. No, he ain't going to stop. No, he won't stop. No, he won't stop. And we were so speaking faith because he didn't. <laughs> and sometimes when I get in the vehicle, that's what I want to do. And so I guess it comes naturally. But believe it or not, the, the Lord works in those ways that when we speak it by faith, we begin to believe it. And God wants us to ask. And God wants us to respond with faith. We're told in the Word of God in many, many instances to, to speak faith. And so let's, let's go to uh, uh, Romans chapter 10 and verse number 17, Brother Robert. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So it comes by reading the Word of God. It comes by hearing preaching, teaching. And, uh, <clears throat> and then, of course, Brother Keith, I think, mentioned testimonies. You know, I, I think one scripture says we're made overcomers by the word of our testimony, the blood of the Lamb, or something like that, doesn't it not? And so, uh, so it, it comes by hearing. Listen to the testimonies. We'll, we'll get into that just a little bit uh, more. And I, I believe uh, another very, very important part of, of, uh, of the gifts of the Spirit is knowing the Word of God. To, to know the Word of God, to understand the Word of God, to, to be comfortable with the Word of God. And I, uh, I've, I've had many, many people, and uh, I would, you know, I've had them come to me and talk to me and said, do you know uh, all about, can you explain to me about the Book of Mormon? I can't. Can you... Can you explain to me what, uh, what uh, uh, the Koran never read it? Don't you think it would be? Well, it might be, and I, I might do that one day. I'm, I'm, I may. But I was always instructed, and I, I instruct people. I say, you know, it's not so important that you know what other religions say. It's important that you know what this Word of God says. Then when you know what the Word of God says, then you can see where this is wrong or that's right. And so I believe that is, a, that is a very, very important part. So to know the Word. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse number 20 reads like this. For all the promises of God in Him are yea, and in Him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. When God gives a promise in the Word of God, whether it's to Abraham, whether it's to Isaac or Jacob, whether it's to, to Elijah or anybody, I believe, like the old song 
used to say, all the promises in the book are mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. And so when we, when we begin to, to realize that, that the promises are for us, the promises are ours to have and to hold. Uh, Sister Grace, have you got time to stay through the service? <laughs> oh, I've looked for that opportunity. I don't know how long. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man, that was just tailor-made for me. I so appreciate it. <laughs> you know what's amazing to me? All these people that appreciated that call. <laughs> That's what's amazing. So the promises. Is there, is there a promise that, that you remember that God has made for you personally? Anybody? If you scratch your head, you, that's lifted up your hand. Yes, sister. Sister. Yes, sister. Amen. Somebody else have a promise from God. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Wow, that's that's quite the testimony. All right. Okay, maybe some more you guys need to make that some sort of commitment like that, especially Mexican food. <clears throat> I like Mexican food if it's homemade. Basti, just thought I'd throw that in. Anybody else? Promise. Yes. That is cool. You know, I've, I've given that uh, advice many, many times and uh, never knew it was from God. No, I, <laughs> but now I know. Thank you. Anybody else? Brother Keith.
I feel like taking up an offering right now. <laughs> Anybody else? Yes. Amen. All right. Very good. Somebody else like to share? Promise. Okay. So testimonies are, are very, very important. All the promises of God are yes and amen or so be it. In other words, we agree with them. <clears throat> Let's go to 2 Corinthians 1 and verse number 24. It says, Not for that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your faith, for by faith you stand. Faith, by faith you stand. Can anybody kind of... Uh, Maybe explain that a little bit. Anybody? Brother Dwayne? Mm -hmm. Amen. By faith, you stand. Okay. Now, We've talked a lot about it, and there's a there's a um, lot of things that we can say about faith, and uh, and we can we can mention a lot of things. But but what is faith really? What is what is faith defined? I'm gonna I'm gonna read you what Strong's says. It's persuasion, credence. Moral conviction of religious truth or truthfulness of God and reliance on Jesus Christ. So when we talk about by faith, you stand. What are we really saying? Anybody? Can anybody help me? Nobody? Okay, going to leave it up to me, huh? So when you talk about by faith you stand, that's a belief that God's going to do right by me. Amen? It may not be something I am love. It may not be something, it may take me through areas that, that I don't like. It may take me through problems and 
difficulties. But the bottom line is God will do right by me. And our reliance is on Jesus Christ. Somebody said that in, uh, in reference to us Americans, and, uh, and I, I, somebody told me this, maybe one of you just not too long ago, but, uh, but in reference to Americans said in a foreign country, they, they asked, said, how do you Americans have faith in God? You don't have to rely on them. You've got everything that you want. And so, in essence, that's the reliance on Jesus Christ. Our trust and our faith in Jesus Christ. As Brother Dwayne said, a God that we may not have ever seen, but a God that we trust because he's changed our life. A God that he's helped us. A God that he's led us. and A God that has guided us that has stood by us. So, the gifts of the Spirit, when we, when we look upon each of these, and let me go through them one more time. When we begin, when we begin to define them one, one more time, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of faith, gifts of healing, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, diverse tongues, interpretation of tongues. Uh, I, you know, I meant to say something about that, diverse tongues. Does anybody, can anybody define what that means? You know, um, different tongues, yes. Just different tongues. Why? What, I mean, what's, you know, I know that I know that I have heard stories of of people in different places. That it's whether it's Russian, whether it's some other, and they have you've heard those stories of. But but I'm talking about something different here. What what is that? Is is anybody anybody got a got an input from that? Well, I have discovered in, in praying for people at different times, there's, I, can, I can recognize a different tongue for different reasons, different things. If there's somebody that, that needs deliverance, there is a, you know, I, I, don't, I don't seek to pray it. I, it, just, it just comes that there is a, there is a it's kind of a, a, almost a guttural type tongue and it, it's and so there are there are different tongues for different reasons and so when you talk about uh, diverse tongues they're for they're for different a different purpose for different different uh, uh, thing that needs to be to be addressed uh, a different uh, spirit that that uh, that we're praying for certain spirits so so in in that and interpretation of tongues, and we, we don't have very much time left, but I, I did want to cover this. Interpretation of tongues. Have, who all has interpreted tongues at one time or another? Would you raise your hand? Raise it high. I can't see it. Okay. All right. How do you know that's right? How do you know that's what the Lord said? Now you're quiet. I didn't mean to put you on a spot. Brother Keith, how do you, what, what do you do when, when God gives you an interpretation? I mean, is it is it does it does it print on the on the front of the deal words?
I've heard some people say it gives you a word or so to start with that it just kind of, but, uh, but be that as it may, I, re, I remember, uh, I, I think it was in the old church years ago that Brother Keith gave a, uh, I don't remember if he gave the tongues, but he did interpret it. And the, and the, the, the gist was, I don't, I don't remember all of it, but why are you sitting on your hands? It was, it was pretty powerful. And, uh, and so, uh, but seek the best gifts. Pray. Ask God to lead us and guide us. And then use those scriptures that I, that I gave you as the, as the check and as the test. And, uh, and, and let us uh, earnestly desire spiritual gifts. Why don't we stand together? Time is about over. <clears throat> as we close this, why don't we pray? Could we join together? Lord Jesus,